It is Duke Day on the David Glenn Show. David Shumate alongside Dave Harding. Great to have you with us. So, Dave, July 4th holiday right around there in Colorado visiting some families, scrolling through Twitter, and I find this picture of a, a grandfather with his grandson dressed in full costume. you check that thing out? I did. I did. Should we talk to the guy who was in costume? Might as well, Mr. Incredible. Let's bring him in. Head coach of the Duke football program, David Cutcliffe. Coach, how are you? I am good. Double Dave's there. we got triple Dave now, right? That's right. Not too, we're not all that creative, I guess, in terms of names, but we're yes, trying to keep know, with the theme. I want to clarify something. Um, I never claimed Mr. Incredible. What I did claim was being at the beach with six grandsons made me feel incredible. There's a huge difference. There's only one Mr. Incredible, and that's Art Chase. We are all aware of that, right? Oh, there's no question. Uh, Just I don't know. <laughs> what well, you... Judging from the picture, you've got the six-pack abs and the biceps to to rival Mr. Incredible, and we all know that Art Chase does not. Well, uh, Art is sitting here, Dave Harding. So I figured he was. <laughs> yeah, he um, he might take um, offense to that, but um, <clears throat> you know, um, Art is probably um, so happy right now that you guys are doing the, the gist of the work. Yeah. <laughs> I was a bad co-host because Art would have to just go, 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 say everything, and I kind of sat and smiled and did whatever I was doing. So you guys gave Art a great break. Well, Coach, I'm just going to follow in your footsteps. I've already told uh, David that he's uh, the maestro. I'm just sitting here watching him work. Yeah, we've got pizza in here. Harding's been pouring over that for the last 20 minutes or so. Well, that's appropriate. <laughs> Dave Harding's never missed a meal. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that's why I'm on the radio, Coach. There you go. Well, I, I definitely have a face for radio. I'm very uh, much in tune with that. And uh, I tell you, you know, I love the fact that you guys are doing this for David, who is truly one of the finest radio personalities that I've come in contact and no matter where I've been, whether it's Ole Miss, Tennessee, or here. And uh, I think it's fun that we get a Duke day and we get a NC State day and a Carolina day and whomever else. I don't know everybody that gets in there, but I'm really appreciative of you guys doing that today. Appreciate that, Coach. Well, let's talk about the team a little bit. We were talking about this in the last segment. Lots of expectations coming into the season. I know you embraced those. There was a lot of potential going into this year. Yeah, I, I think any time you have a third-year starting uh, quarterback, you, you, you've got to be excited about that part of your program, that part of your team. And Daniel Jones is extremely talented and committed, and he, he's, he's what you want in a leader. But I think the thing that, that is, probably has me most excited is our defense. Um, we've been a team that when we've been able to win, uh, for obvious reasons, we had to really play well in all three phases almost completely to, to find wins. And we've been able to do that a lot. But I've watched teams through the years, and I'll be honest with you, I've been a part of them that, at Tennessee and one of our teams at, at Ole Miss that when you really are are really good on defense, you can win games with your defense. And I think this defense, I can't say that just yet, but if we 
get off to a good start, stay healthy. You know, we're having to open up with Army, but, you know, an, an option attack, which is going to be difficult. But I think our defense can really be special this year. And uh, linebacker play, our defensive front, and I think our secondary has a chance to surprise a lot of people. I think we're going to be the best we've been since we've been here. Coach, at the top of the show, we start talking about the expectations and how the, the the front end of your tenure at Duke, it was all about building that program. And obviously being a part of that, able to, I was able to watch and see the different ways that you helped rally everybody together and move toward that common goal. Now things have changed a little bit over the past couple of years, a perennial bowl team, a team that is in the mix right now toward the top of the Coastal Division in that Coastal Division run to get back to the ACC championship. How do things change now that you've set that foundation? You're now working in, in a, at a different level, pulling in different recruits to get it from one notch to the next. That seems like it might be even more of a challenge than starting everything from scratch. Well, I think it always is um, the biggest challenge in sport is consistency. Good, you know, on the good side of it, maybe. Maybe consistency could be losing, but I think winning consistently is only special people do that. And I really believe that. So I embrace those expectations. But I think the thing, Dave, and, and you were certainly a big part, you and your teammates, of, of, of building this program. You don't measure your program by wins and losses. The thing we can't do is lose what makes our program great. So the expectations actually don't change the way we do our business. Uh, we're going to go out and try to be the best practice football team on Tuesdays in the country. Um, we're going to try to do it both on and off the field. Discipline and conditioning is still the heart and soul of what we do. I'm going to measure the program. If we ever lose the program, you know, and you, you can have a great team, and you can have a not-so-great team, but the program still be great, period. Either way, it goes. And uh, so I think that the thing that I, I, I spoke to the staff before we broke for a little short, short summer break of, of vacation, that uh, the thing we have to do, and we've done a good job of it, we redefined what our program is. And I actually had two meetings where I had the players in, in there and I had everyone involved in, in football um, in the meeting and not, not necessarily redefining, but we've had new hires and a few new folks around um, talking about what, what our program stands for. What are the ethics? What are the values? I spent a lot of time preparing those talks. Both of them were 50 to 60 minute talks and um, I think it's the best thing I've done in a long time. So I think our players and our staff, all of our people, um, whether it's equipment people, training room, strength, conditioning, academics, everybody there, I think we really all, all kind of rejuvenated our thoughts as to what we've got to do to be special here. 
It's Duke Day on the David Glenn Show. David Shumate alongside Dave Harding. Duke head football coach David Cutcliffe visiting with us. And coach, momentum can be such a fickle thing in sports. If you could t- talk about the, the way the season ended for your program with the, the dominating win over Georgia Tech, then going on the road and beating Wake Forest and another dominant win in the bowl game of Northern Illinois and, and kind of how that launched your offseason program and, and how you keep that momentum going as you guys head into the fall. Well, I'll tell you, and David, that's a, I mean, it's a great point. Um, I'm going to go back to the Sunday after Army. And I've had a multitude of our players in my player meetings that went back to that day. Um, It was a special meeting. It was something that um, you couldn't reproduce. Um, I had a lot of things on my heart, and there were, other people that 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 spoke that um, I think did change who we were, and I think from that we uh, we found a new purpose. We re-found ourselves. I think what happens, you know, we started off undefeated. We lose that big game to Miami. Um, <clears throat> when it just becomes winning and losing, you 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 lose if you will, for lack of a better word, your moral compass, uh, what what your real purpose is. And I think that Sunday defined that for us. And, well, we locked arms and we went out and we may have had the best Sunday practice, maybe the best practice we've ever had. And you really just kind of knew that we were going to beat Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, and I never doubted for one second that we weren't going to win the bowl game. And we did that convincingly. So, I think our team remembers those things, and it's one of the reasons I decided to to kind of redo that in that those team meeting settings. Um, we need to always remember what our what our values and ethics are here, and we can't lose sight of that. When you're when you're winning, it's more difficult than when you're losing. When you're losing, people tend to want to rally together and find the things that make you better when you're winning. Sometimes we all forget why we've been able to win. So hopefully this momentum does carry forward. Coach, a few new faces or or new positions for coaches across the staff, but on the defensive side, new defensive coordinators. Can Duke fans expect to see a similar style of play out of out of the Duke defense? Obviously, with it with a solid core returning uh, as they did last season. Yeah, I think you will see um, with with Ben and and Matt. Matt's going to be calling the defenses. Uh, <clears throat> I think you'll see. A lot of the same stuff that we thought we needed to do that was that, that really rang true. A much more aggressive coverage circumstance. Um, we believe in that. Um, we've been able to enhance that some through spring. I think we've got some great ideas, but I don't see we're still going to be for the most part four down. But we're going to use some personnel group. We got some. Some people like Kobe Kwanzaa and, and Brandon Hill that aren't quote starters in that 11-man depth chart with with four down linemen and, <clears throat> and two linebackers and five DBs. We got some talented young safeties, so I think you could see some exciting things from our defense that kind of will mix things up a little bit. 
Coach, we've talked a, a lot about defense, but everyone knows in, in football to be successful, you've got to have good quarterback play. And it's easy to get lost in statistics and things like that. But but from your perspective, if you could kind of walk through Daniel Jones's progression as he gets set to start his third year as the starting quarterback. Yeah, I think um, Daniel, you know, his, his first year was finding his way. Uh, we all saw the talent. There were flashes everywhere the season didn't go as 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 well as we had hoped um his true excuse me his redshirt freshman year first year starting but he he really as you as we studied that we all contributed um kicking defense and offense daniel played sometimes great under more duress than a guy deserves to be um he got hit so much. I thought there was a huge difference a year ago, particularly early. And then, you know, Dan, Daniel got pretty banged up, and it affected his mid-year performance. And I think people did recognize something wasn't the same. And a little bit of the turn back to the good was, again, his his health, him feeling better. And so – one of the things going into his third year, I think we'll be better around him. I think he understands pre-snap reads and quicker reads, and I expect him to get hit less and be smart about his running. I don't want to see him get beat up. And so I think this is a, a truly transitional year for Daniel Jones. Uh, he's strong. Right now, he looks really good. He's had a great off season. He's getting better and better in the weight room. So um, I think we're at a point we can really see something special out of him. And I and I'll tell you this: he uh, he's an extremely special person. Not just I wouldn't just say young man. He is uh, he's a really good person. Uh, he is a very committed teammate. He is so unselfish and cares about other people. Um, I think Daniel's going to be as good a leader as I've ever been around. And then in your time at the, at the helm of the program at Duke, a, a lot of conversation has always been around the stable and, and talking about the running backs and the program. And last year, four times Duke ran for more than 200 yards in a game. Not coincidental that they won each of those games. Obviously, Sean Wilson gone to, to graduation, but Britton Brown and those guys behind him, what are they going to bring to the table this year? Well, they're good. They're, 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 we're fast, we're strong, we're big. Uh, Britton and, and Dion are at the top of the, the depth chart, but um, I'm, I'm excited about our young people, Marvin Hubbard, uh, I thought had a really uh, outstanding spring. Uh, he he may be the fastest guy on our team. Um, they're all going to argue with, about that, which is good. But um, I don't I don't see anybody else that can outrun him. And he has track times. He's a ten six hundred meter sprinter uh, out of high school. And um, and then uh, Mateo Durant, who is a true freshman, that's come in here has had a really uh, terrific um, start to his his summer. And I, I think we got a chance of being uh, better than ever in that regard. Joining us now on the David Glenn Show, it's Duke Day. Do- coach David Cutcliffe, uh, head football coach, is on the phone with David Shoemate and David Harding. Coach, 
it's easy for us to get talking to about the X's and O's and really excited about the football season, but we all know that the summer is a time to rest, relax, and rejuvenate ahead of the football season. Do you feel like you are ready, having had some time off? You already talked about going to the beach, but uh, ready to go and, and get cranked up for football season? Yeah, I um, I, I feel great. I got a little cold I'm, I'm battling, but, you know, we took a week, and uh, we were fortunate enough to have a trip uh, to Italy. I've never been overseas, and so we went to Rome and did, did Rome every way you can do it. And uh, I was really apprehensive about doing it. I've never traveled like that. And uh, I know which may surprise people, but I just have never taken the time. And it was rejuvenating uh, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Uh, it was great. How about from a food standpoint? I know you're typically a healthy eater. You go with the, the no buns for a sandwich. Yeah. Did you take in any carbs while you were there? Oh, please please tell me yes. I walked over nine miles a day, so I ate all of the pasta I wanted to eat. I even ate pizza. Um, the food was incredible. Um, and and just every bit of the experience was, was great. And literally uh, – it, it easily, it was at least nine miles a day at a couple of days over 10, um, just seeing everything I could see. And um, I love history. Uh, I love good food. And, you know, all that food is just so well prepared. Uh, it's interesting. So they didn't serve bread with any of that pasta. So you focus on eating the pasta, and I really didn't overeat. But I can promise you, every carb I took, I burned, Dave. <laughs> I'm glad. Uh, Coach, let you go on this. Read an interesting profile on co-defensive coordinator Matt Guerrero a few weeks ago. And as you mentioned, you got some time off the team. Were you able to get him out of the football facility for a few days so he could get a break? Well, he was supposed to be gone <laughs> this week. And I bumped into him yesterday. Oh, no. <laughs> and I said, Matt, I don't see you, do I? <laughs> and, um, you know, I get it. I've been there and done that. Um, you know, he has got so much enthusiasm for what he's doing. Um, he, I don't think he will mind me. I don't know if it was in the article, but he's found some way to get engaged. So, and set a date for next uh, summer. So I'm proud of that. He has taken enough time away from work. That's a good thing. Yep, that's a great thing. And uh, we just got Raekwon Boyette. Uh, married, and we got, um, I think, a couple other impending engagements. We lead the country in the, the birth of new children, and uh, so we, we got quite an entourage, got quite a family, to be honest with you, over here. Somebody asked me, what are the things that you're most excited about? And I, I said, one of them really is the staff. Um, I, I just thought this spring we, we brought in a lot of new young people. I'm not going to go through all of them, but those of you that are listening, take take a look at our our site and look at our new young people uh, that are either graduate assistants, a few interns, um, uh, just the, the way we've adjusted. Jeff Ferris has gone to coaching tight ends, Jared Parker receivers, Kurt Benedict. First time I've ever gone into a year with 10 assistant coaches. Um, I'm excited about about this staff. And uh, Ben and Matt are amazing people. Co-coordinators don't work unless it's just incredible folks, and they are incredible people. So we got a lot to look forward to.
Coach, we'll let you go with this. One quick question. What does TSA say about the Mr. Incredible suit when you take it over to Italy? We're never going to let it go. Well, you know, um, when they saw me coming, they they knew that they were in the presence of, of great abs. And, 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 you know, when they saw it, hey, just wave me right on. <laughs> they didn't take you back for extra screening. That's what I would have expected. There you go. They were all impressed. I just can't wait to see our chase in his suit. Well, oh. he is he is truly Mr. Incredible. Well, I think he we need to go to break. Yeah. <laughs> on the basketball court. Coach, we appreciate you taking a few minutes today. All right, guys. Have a great time. Thanks, Go Coach. Ahead. That's David Cutcliffe, the head coach of the Duke football program. It's Duke Day on the David Glenn Show, and we'll continue with more in a moment.